the plane carrying the bodies of three women touched down at the Jomo Kenyatta International Airport on Monday morning, the 28th of November. The Kenyans who were working in the Middle East died under unclear circumstances, caught national attention. The bodies, 40-year-old Jacqueline Modoni, who hails from Meru, 24-year-old Luce Mwanyaekea from Kilifi, and Masi Mbula Mutuota, 27, from Machakos, arriving in the country to be laid to rest, brings relief to families who had spent months petitioning the government. Kia na wakubwa, wazidi kuingilia kati. Mana anaenda kule, haarudi wakia wazima wengi. Mweshimiwa mutua aweze kufuatilia vile watoto wetu wanakufa, wazazi wanapoteza wasitana wao. Finally, a well-wisher in the name of former Nairobi governor Mike Sonko heeded their calls and paid expenses including air tickets to bring the bodies of the three women back home. But that is the end of a story that has not completely been told. How do Kenyans living in the Middle East meet death so frequent, so violent, and it goes mostly unreported? My name is Gitonga Marete, and I have been on this beat, reporting extensively on Kenyans living in the Middle East and their predicaments. This is Nation Reports. I have spoken to government officials, families, and not very often have we heard from a Kenyan living and working in the Middle East. Today, it's different. Here is a story of a woman working in Saudi Arabia who opened up to me for her identity and security. We call her Caroline. Caroline is taking a lot of chance speaking to me. But she is the closest who has come to explain to us how Kenyans and Africans in general find themselves trapped with life in the Middle East. Kuko hivi, eh, si tukitoroka mali tunateso na warapu, si tunatoroki hanga inje. Inje unaenda unahustiwa na mkenya muenzako. Ukihustiwa na unatavutiwa kazi. So we ukijua nini mekuleta inje, inje ni kuzuri kabisa. Ukijua kujikinga vizuri na ujue kufanya kazi. Juu inje tunalipangwa 60,000 na pale kwa mwarabu contract tunalipwa 30,000. So kuna wengine wanatoka nga inje atoki kufanya kazi. Ametoka kwa mwarabu juu amefungiwa. Anaenda kukularaha inje. Unasikiata atumiangi mzazi kitu yoyote aja save anything. Na juu anagopa kurudi nyumbani mikono tupu unasikia mekonga saudi miaka kumi. Ukiangalia kwa wajafanya anything, kumbe alishikana na bad company, kazi yao ni kufuta, kukunywa, evil. A contract job is a work that workers leave their country for, where they work for the natives of the country. So, they would leave this work because it pays too little and they would be mistreated. So, ukitoka inje, upate kazi. Hata kama ni ya kukilini shule, ama tu ni kazi hata ya nyumba kawaida, unaeza safe vizuri, na we uache raha, juu kuinje kuna raha, 
eh kwa Kenya huku mpaka wanapika mpaka pombe once free then one finds himself in a whole new world while the middle east countries have strict rules that many cannot conform with leaving your employer opens you up to new opportunities huku nje kuna raha eh kwa Kenya huku mpaka wanapika mpaka pombe juu huku unajua kumekatazwa pombe so wa Kenya wa Nigeria wenye wako huku na wako nje wako na freedom wenyewe wanapika pombe na imekatazwa so unakutanga wameweka mapati hapo mapati unasikia ni pati ya wa Kenya ama ya Africans tunapata na si wote pale so weka ni mtu wa raha unaona utaingilia utashikana na mapadi company mwanze kufuta bangi nini wa Nigeria wameleta vituko huku sana mfute bangi nini hapo hapo unasikia wameanza kupigania mwanaume 27 years old Masimbola Mutwata died a very violent death She was allegedly doused in acid in a love triangle. According to a medical report filed by Dr. Naif Aljune in Riyadh, Mbola died of complications arising from chemical burns on October 10, 2022. Maybe kuna mmoja ameangukia Mwarabu. Wanakana yeye. Huyu mwingine anamtaka ule Mwarabu juu Mwarabu anawapea pesa nzuri wanapigana unasikia wameuana so kama huyu alimwagiliwa na rafiki yake tu acid nilipigwa simu na kama kama friend kako huko jua wako riath riath ni capital city mimi ni kwa city nyingine so nilipigwa simu nikaambiwa huyu msichana walikuwa party wakamwagiliana hiyo acid siku hizi wanamwagiliana acid wanawekia na poison so wanakulana pia wao kwa wenyewe so saa zingine pia tuna acha kuwekelea warabu juu ebucheki 80% ya milie yenye inakuja wengi wajakufia kwa contract wamekufia nje wakiwa wakimbizi nje in the survival for the fittest women fight for nigerian and arab men who caroline says spoil them with lots of cash to a point of killing each other some die after attempting to procure abortion so wenyewe kwa wenyewe wanauana kitu ya pili uwezienda hospitali so wengi wenye wanakufa unapata wamepewa mimba huko kunanga family planning ukutoka Kenya umejipanga umepata mimba inabidi utoe utatolewa na wakenya wenzako kwa nyumba unajipata umekufa umebulidi sana hospitali uwezienda una ID umebulidi umekufia kwa nyumba unakujiwa tu na maskari unapelekwa mochari unaona so wengi wanakufa kutoa mimba wengine wanauana juu ya wanaume ite percent mchunguze hawakufi juu ako kwa mwarabu ndani Mm-mm. wale wanakufa wakiwa kwa contract ni wachache sana wale wanakufa wakiwa wakimbizi nje ndio wako wengi iko hivyo yani one begins to get a picture of how africans working in the middle east are trapped once you leave your contract job which pays little and you are mistreated all your employer would do is go to the embassy and send back your papers boss now see wazuri vile jundi kama hawatutesi hatuwezi toroka nje ukiangukia boma mzuri like my sister alikuanga huku na amekaa kwa boss mocha 
3 years hata huyo boss hata wale umlilia rudi unaweza angukia boss mzuri na ukiangukia mbaya sasa inabidi utoroke nje kusafe life yako na wewe ukiwa na akili unatoroka nje na una hustle una avoid bad company ni hivyo Caroline tells me of a wild story a friend of her once called while she was in trouble she had been put in the boot of a car and her employers were driving to a known location to face some unknown consequences she managed to text caroline the rest sounds like fiction and i'll let caroline narrate this part for you wakamfungia kwa boot akanichat akaniambia mimi tulikosa na madam kutoka jana talikuwa nidunge na kisu sasa hivi wameniweka kwa boot sijui mali wananipeleka na wameniweka kwa boot na viti za nyuma zina mtu wako na bwanake na mali tunaingia hakuna watu na wana ni kwa desert lakini magari zinapita nikaambia telefanya hivi ukiona wakati tu wamepack wamekwambia wafuate na uko karibu na lami wewe kimbie ukipiga nduru zile gari zinakuja simama hata katikati ya lami upige nduru obviously gari itapita na wewe itasimama kukusikiza hivyo ndivyo teri alifanya wakamwambia toka kwa gari tufuate <coughs> simame mtangulia mbele wanafikiria kwa nyuma teri akakimbia mbio akipiga nduru msamaria mwema akasimamisha gari kando gari katatu zikasimama jua lijifanya yeye ni chizi akaanza kutoa nguo kwa barabara akipiga nduru wale kuona hivyo gari zimesimama wakaingia gari yao wakatoroka so wakaacha teri pale kwa lami akiongeleshwa na wasamaria wema au wasamaria wema ndio walichukua teri wakampeleka police station alafu akarudishwa embassy e, bosku piliwa simu akadanganya akasema titeri alitorokanga kwa nyumba wakiwa wamelala so watu upitia kwa contract na pia nje tunaona si wenyewe The Kenyan embassy stands accused of not being accessible according to most cases and families. These gaps have opened up Kenyans and many Africans to all manner of mistreatment and even loss of life. Kwenye usikwa desert ni sasa wale nakwambia wako kwa Mwarabu ndani Mwarabu amemtesa na mimi ameangukia boma mbaya kuna warabu wamezoea kuwa watu wanauza kidney huko kidney iko very expensive sana so ukienda kikuwa unajua atakupeleka mochari jua taitishwa document so atakuficha kwa desert huko akikuficha kwa desert anaenda anadanganya embassy akirudisha papers zako jua anajulikana huko kwa mikono yake so ndio ajitoe anapeleka zile document kwa embassy anasema huyu msichana tulikuwa tumelala tukakuta ametoroka ametoroka usiku embassy inajua we ulitoroka vile wa Kenya wenzako uteso wanatoroka hii nje mnakochea mtu inapotelea kumbe aliuawa kazikwa dealing with bosses that are ready to kill sell organs and a life that is foreign and cruel is a true story of living and working in Middle East as the families of the three women buried their loved ones this week they will be bringing an end a chapter that has been so violent for them but sadly there are massive failures for government policy to end the cruel life many are living abroad as they try to make ends meet for nation reports i am gitonga marete you can read my beat reporting on this 
on Nation to Africa. This story was written by Kitonga Marete. It was sound engineered by Kevin Miner. Our podcast editor is James Mart. Special thanks to our group editorial director, Joa Gale. Nation Reports, brought to you by Nation.Africa. <laughs>